Bill Mosley, Daniel Harris, Dick Warlock, George Romero, Kane Hodder, Robert England, Ronnie Blakely, CJ Graham, and you're listening to Deep in Horror, Texas. You gotta be fucking kidding. Everybody, welcome to another episode of Deep in the Horror, Texas. This is Ralph. This is Jeff. This is Nathan. We're now finally getting to one of the upsides of Halloween. <laughs> Halloween 420. Yay! Well, no, to H two O. What? Or four two O. That's what we said in the last episode. Was four twenty? Yeah. Well, that's Jeff reliving his past. <laughs> reliving, Not cocaine. Reliving uh, my future. Sorry. Yeah. It's <laughs> like I finally get to see it. Nineteen ninety eight. Oh, 1998, yep. 20 years later. Yeah. Finally, a fucking good one. I mean, especially around this time. I'm sorry. Because uh, when Dimension Films was a thing, like when you Yeah, because this is the first one Dim- Dimension picked up on, yeah? yeah? And with Dimension no. Films, it's like, I just remember that yeah. being a big deal. Well, I thought Six was Dimension. Is it? Yeah. I thought this one was Dimension. Well, if it was Weinstein, then it probably was first Well, depending two. on which timeline you're going after, this is the first one, Dimension. <laughs> yeah. yeah, please. Well, I just know, like, Dimension films and stuff is more like we're getting to the times, Scream. like when Robert Rodriguez, Scream, all these other films, uh, Reservoir Dogs, I mean, all of these films are starting to hit this little niche, and yeah. we have now a Halloween title to come into that, you know, our current timeline then, which is 98, and seeing them bring back so many people like Jamie Lee Curtis for this film. I was happy as hell to go into the theater and sit down and watch this. Yeah. I remember going to that Cinemark we go to every, you know, so often right here mm-hmm. and in our area, sitting down and watching it there. And man, it was, uh, it was nice to come back to the Michael Myers land. Oh yeah, definitely. Cause like hell they, it, like you said, it's like 20 years later. Why not come back with a bang? They had a budget of 17 million for this, like, which is a huge jump from the previous one. Previous like two movies had roughly somewhere between the estimates of like four to seven million for a budget and had a return of about triple that. Yeah. Whereas this one, it had the budget of seventeen and it came back with a fifty with fifty five. That's modest. So yeah, no, I it's, expected it's to definitely do. modest. I mean, I, I expected to do way better. Granted, opening weekend, I thought it did. I thought it got like eighty million. Maybe mm-hmm. only got fifty five. It only say? got fifty five. Wow. Opening weekend, they only got sixteen. Like they just barely like scratched their budget wow if even and that's what's crazy i mean come on well and i think i think the reason why i didn't do better was because people still had kind of like that taste in the mouth from six and they're like well what the fuck well er no everything was dying jason's last movie was in 93 Mm -hmm. uh freddy's i believe was was craven yeah new nightmare yeah 94 yeah i mean this was when slashers were 
dead because Scream came out and knocked everybody's dick in the dirt. It, it made horror films self-aware. So these old, the old kings, you know, the 80 slashers, that's when they weren't scary anymore. They weren't. Pe- people were fed up with the stories and the cash grabs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was uh, Jason Goes to Hell was the last of the last Fridays. Of the and then, then in 2001, Jason X came out. And then Wes Craven's new nightmare was 94 and he wouldn't come back until 2003. Freddie versus Jason. Mm-hmm. Um, and Michael, you know, left us with just the worst spunk taste in our mouth from 95. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, the, I remember a cod saying, Hey, look at what scream did. This needs to be self-aware. Mm-hmm. We need to write a smart script, a loving script, an homage to Halloween, if you will. I think they achieved it pretty well. Now, it's it's kind of weird because there's a few errors and a few things in this movie that I'll get into a little bit later. But yeah, yeah I saw this in theaters and I remember after, you know, watching it in the credits rolling me standing up and clapping. Thought it was amazing. So, that's where I years later it kind of wore into the soul a little bit. Gotcha. Well, what what about you, Ralph? Uh did you just recently see this? Yeah, I actually, first time? this past week was the first time I actually got to sit down and watch this movie. Because I, like I had said before, like six was really the last one I saw the theatrical cut. And I hardly ever, I hardly remember that one. And so whenever it came time to watch this, Nate kept saying, oh, well, if you were sick of five and six, this will kind of, this will make you feel a little bit better about having to waste your time with those movies. <laughs> really? Um. So this one, yeah. I promise Ralph a good one. <laughs> yeah, eventually. Like, I didn't get to watch this till like less than a week ago. So it, it was definitely a breath of fresh air in comparison. Sitting in someone's stink for a while. It's like, fuck, I need something different. Yeah, and what was awesome that we got different from this was uh, we got introduced to some really popular actors. We got Jamie Lee Curtis coming back, but we mm-hmm. got introduced to Joseph Gordon-Levitt right at the beginning. Yep, which a year later he would make Ten Things I Hate About You and set the world on fire. After that, because he would just go off to do project after project, making him more of a staple of a main actor to keep your eye on. Uh, we got introduced to LL Cool J doing great acting work, like you know, wasn't his first though. Any given Sunday was good. The hard way he was in a couple. LL Cool J. All right, and then uh, and then Josh Hartnett would get introduced. And, and Michelle Williams. With, uh, Michelle Williams, who was a great actor, would go on to win, win an Oscar later. But yeah. Josh Hartnett, uh, same year, would come out with uh, Robert Rodriguez and The Faculty, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this was really on the brink of a lot of these young actors exploding to go off to really some really only, strong careers. The only fucking thing missing was Carpenter, man. He asked him. Uh, he was still in. Here we are, 20 years later. He was still in a battle with the Akkads over the money that he was owed. Gotcha. But he was still he was still credited as one of the writers for this. Oh, he's always going to be, because it was yeah. based on characters. Yeah. Characters created by yeah. him. Yeah. And Deborah will always be. But, I mean, he he told them, look, give me $10 million yeah. and I'll come back. And yeah. they went, yeah. And we're spending $15 million on the film. We're not going to give you 10 yeah. yeah. They should have. Well, they, they should have. Well, they man. went with the right direction. They got Steve Miner, who came off of Friday, doing 13, Friday 13, 2 and 3. Uh, mm-hmm. And he would do uh, 985's House. And uh, Forever Young. Uh, Soul Man in 1986. And one of my favorites, 1989, Warlock with fucking Julian Sands, which is an amazing film. Forever yeah. Young, Mel Gibson, and Jamie oh. Lee Curtis. So God he already had a working relationship with Which, her. for anybody who hasn't seen Forever Young, check it out. It's Dude. just like Captain America. So you're telling me I shouldn't like him? <laughs> oh, it's Steve Miner? Yeah. Oh, he's amazing. Yeah. I mean, you know. They went with the right, the, they, at least they stuck with a guy who's, who knows the ropes. 
Yeah, I mean, he is, he is a competent director. I wanted Carpenter back, but what he did and what he put on film on Solenoid impressed me at the time. It's a solid film. It's framed great. It runs its pacing marks. It hits the story marks. There's character developments. I mean, everything from the word go it does something. I would love to talk about this beginning uh, because this lets you know the movie that you're in. And if you watch the, the first 15 minutes of the past three movies we reviewed, you're going to be like, oh no. This movie actually starts with this the nurse from part one who is driving with Loomis up to get Michael when he escaped. Her house is burglarized. She goes next door to get you know her neighbors, which there's two kids. I don't know how two kids live there, but... I guess their parents aren't home, gotcha. which is Joseph Gordon-Levitt and this other guy. And she's like, hey, you know, someone broke into my place. and No shit. Yeah. Well, well let's go check it out. So, um, yeah, they go in there and come out and tell her the coast is clear. You find out that she's been taking care of Donald Pleasance until he died. That's why I consider this his last movie, even though he's not even really in it. But it's this beautiful intro with him saying, you know, the quote. Well, not him. It's actually a voice actor saying the quotations of Donald Dr. Loomis's character. I met him 15 years ago. I was told there was nothing left. No reason, no conscience, no understanding, even the most rudimentary sense of life and death, of good or evil, right or wrong. I met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face and the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. Another seven trying to keep him locked up because I realized that what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. Right off the bat, you know, she's in her house. The front door opens, she goes to shut it, and as she shuts it, the back door opens, she's just like, nope, I'm out. She runs over to the neighbor's house, and Jimmy got a fucking skate through his face, and then she goes to the back door, and the kid falls in. Now, there's an important part that I kept, <laughs> kept haranguing Ralph about. I was like, that's the H6 mask. Through this whole movie, filming, they filmed 80% of it with the H6 mask. Wow. It wasn't until it got back to the studio that the studio was like, no, we need to change the mask. This is not going to have any tie-in. So they had to do all far away shots and medium shots are the H6 mask. All close-ups are the new mask. Gotcha. It's very, very crazy when you actually can see it. Like Ralph, Ralph started pointing it out at the end. He was like, up, up, up. It was like, yeah, every time. Yeah, Nate's trained me to look at the fucking masks now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's three different masks or four. There's a CGI mask, which looks airbrushed as shit. Oh god, yeah. it is it is hideous. It's it is rough. But that's because they couldn't get the actors back. They lost the location, the whole nine oh, yards. Whenever, whenever I was in high school, I could have made a better mask in my fucking. That's like Photoshop. Photoshop fucking Two. classes. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's horrible. 
And and one thing that really drives me nuts about this movie is that you can see his eyes so much. Which you should only be able to see one eye if you're playing on the idea that this ties Both eyes part got one. shot out. If you're going to part two, oh, or you're playing off of part one. Well, this is part one and two. So part really, part one, then they, two, then they and they really got it wrong. Yeah. He should be burned victim with no eyes. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. Yeah. So it's one, two, and then. He should be looking like a fucking snake by now. That's the only thing I've been enjoying that they, they did in that recent Spanish trailer for the Halloween 2018 is that you show the one damaged eye from the fucking coat yeah. hanger. Yeah. And it's like, thank you. Some continuity, his... finally. What about yeah. the, the eight inch blade that went through his heart? Scarred right there, too. <laughs> but yeah, it's like they took a lot of care into, into doing this, even though, God, I really hate the eye holes. Really fucking hate that you can see his eyes so clear in this movie. Those baby blue eyes. Yeah, it's, it's supposed like, to be the devil's eyes. Yeah, the blackest eyes. <laughs> Sweet baby blue. No, it's a uh, it's very off putting. Yeah, when you it see his eyes. Very off putting to see because he doesn't look mad. He he just he looks is surprised. Like, like here you go, some flowers. I at some points <laughs> I really thought maybe it was just Adam Arkin pulling a fucking Friday Thirteenth Part Five. Mm-hmm. I mean, because it could have been that the whole time. Mm. He's got brown eyes, though. Contact. Put it could have been a little cool, Jay. Yeah, it could have. Like, you could have thrown it. brown eyes. <laughs> could have been. Contact. Yeah, no, the, the fucking, the mask did look so fucking off. Because, like, it looked fine with those far away and medium shots. But whenever you finally got, like, that up-close look, the mask looked like it was too small for the actor's head. Because it was, like, pushing his eyes fucking out. <laughs> it's like, the fuck is going on, man? Like, they fucking taped his eyes open. Like, he was constantly surprised with everything <laughs> these are the eyes of, of a, a surprised man of an uncomfortable actor <laughs> very uncomfortable <laughs> like, oh, what threw me off is that the whole fucking film is basically like the beginning is like road trip god damn it <laughs> road trip he's just like on a fucking road trip to get yeah. to like he's traveling Lori Strode yeah well that's why he broke into the nurse's house to find her file that's yeah, just it, to that level is just fucking ridiculous mm. but yeah his car breaks down and he has to carjack somebody else and i love this scare i was just like god damn I'm like okay he's taking the jeepers creepers fucking vehicle now i originally thought it, it was the uh the original truck for like grave digger oh gotcha i was like oh that's kind of fitting there i looked at it's not but no. um yeah he picks some fucking classics <laughs> he picks some classical cars in this movie yeah he grabs jimmy's fucking like Camaro or the fucking drives off in that and then he wrecks that and then gets the flat tire and you know Jason doesn't I mean uh, Michael doesn't change flats so no can you imagine how silly that would look (laughs) and I I pointed that out to Nate like fucking fucking Jason has a lot more a lot more class than that he's not gonna take your fucking car he's gonna kill you first before he takes it yeah really (laughs) I mean He's not going to leave you stranded. Jason has the tools on his tool belt. Yeah. Michael's just in the mechanic suit. I mean, this would be a fucking awesome fucking O'Reilly's or Hilo. Mike can help you in the back. I can only imagine like the robot chicken episode for this. Like <laughs> Michael changing the flat. Only I didn't say fudge. I said the F dash 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 word. God. I He's just like, Jar! <laughs> changing the tire in the rain. Oh, that would be fucking so like terrible. He jacks uh, Hasselhoff's kit from Knight Rider, and Kit's just trying to have a conversation with Michael the whole fucking trip. <laughs> so tell me about yourself, Michael. Quiet one, are we? <laughs> that would be awkward. So this is going to be a one-sided conversation. I see how it's going to be. So what did Lori do? She's your sister? 
<laughs> Let me put on some Chuck Mangione <laughs> and Frugal soon, Horn. As soon as, it, as soon as that happens, Michael's like, thump. <laughs> <laughs> what is that, Chuck Mangi- Mangione from Doctor Strange? Where he's like, oh, it's the only man that ever topped the charts with the Frugal Horn. <laughs> Kit just starts playing that on repeat. That's hilarious. Well, he's already insane. This will just help. That road trip's gonna be a hell of a fucking drive. Dude, just I mean, what station would he listen to? Well, he's obviously driving classic, so I would think classic. I think he's a classic. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm imagining like AM radio. Yeah. The the <laughs> he's listening to fucking no, like O'Reilly Factor. <laughs> no, no, that was before O'Reilly. Uh, that, it'd be uh, uh, that guy who'd go. Uh, Have a good day. <laughs> what was that dude's name? Do you remember? Oh come on! He's like, fuck off! Fuck off! He, he, it's Halloween. He'd be listening to. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's, what, that's exactly what he'd be fucking yeah. like, too. That or the fucking Nightmare for Christmas soundtrack. He's yeah, like, he the most. Paul Harvey. Paul Harvey. Paul Harvey. Have a good day. <laughs> Shit, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I don't know. But, like, <laughs> you don't fucking, know Paul Harvey? No, oh, yeah, I don't know about I don't know about that poll. Um, but this fucking movie, uh, yeah, my this is, like you guys were saying a few episodes back, like like uh this is this is whenever michael kind of like leaves hometown to go find somebody because like you were saying you're not going to encounter jaws until you go into the water you're not going to encounter jason until you go to crystal lake michael don't give a fuck states Mm. fuck that i got a car let's go you know he'll he'll fucking road trip his ass over to see you well and that's a funny thing about um when the cops are investigating the crime scene and and they go in loomis's room there's a map with a bunch of pin board pin you know whatever pins in it to mark where Michael sightings have been. And there's like fucking Detroit, <laughs> like Miami. Like, where did these stories happen? Yeah. When they show like these random killings and like these Polaroids, you're like, oh, there's like family. Reason. No, no. All those Polaroids were from one and two. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Want to light a match here. That's where we should have the fucking Halloween TV series. <laughs> what? All those untold stories of him. Oh, and get the Connor. fuck out of here! <laughs> they needed it. That is a terrible <laughs> idea. That is a terrible idea. And I, I, will, I, I that, that news has been released uh, a couple days ago. Yeah. Um, it needs to be done. And you and I've seen you won't get comment this. on each one. <laughs> it's a bad idea, man. It's like, look, um, what Michael takes. Michael takes Detroit. Wouldn't you love to see there's that? No, <laughs> there's no antagonist uh, that 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 has any reason or, or like. It just doesn't work. Like that's the thing about Leatherface is he's got a family of crazies that speak for him. They like and you could there's so many fucking characters you can develop on that. Michael, it literally be people going to the house getting stabbed. Or oh, let's find what makes Michael Michael. And when you get that, you get Rob Zombie. And it, there's just nowhere to a fucking exp- fuck off. <laughs> Michael Michael takes Houston. He's in there for like twenty seconds. A mosquito gets his mask. Like fuck this, leaves. I feel I'm Like no, thank you. I don't know. Uh, I think you could do a good Halloween series. No, you get it for one uh, one season. You can go. You can. Can you imagine five seasons? I wouldn't say. Well, I mean, like what they're doing right now with the Purge. It's a ten episode event, and that's it. If they well, do it, for that, it would. Work. If they do another story, it would be another story. But just doing a ten hour fucking take on Halloween night would be awesome. I Netflix did. series, 10 episodes, one hour long. That's it. I'd be fine with that. Yeah. 
Because as I commented on most of those posts, you know, it would survive one season. Nate copy and pasted every one of his responses to each one. No, each one had a different variation of the word fuck. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, so like, yeah, like that would that was kind of interesting to see because like, again, Michael, he's not constrained. He's not like. He's not constricted to stay in one spot. Like he's, he'll fucking travel to find you. Yeah. So I, I thought that was kind of cool, and the fact that he drives to, or yeah, he drives to fucking California. Well, that's what he did in the beginning. Uh, you know, the very first Halloween. He. That's something that's scary about Michael and the originals is he comes to you. You don't have to go to Camp Crystal Lake. You don't. You know, he's not territorial. Yes, he's territorial. You're in my fucking house. I'm going to fuck you up. But he goes to other people's houses to fuck them up. But the idea that he escaped from wherever the fuck and he travels state lines and he actually stops to buy gas. Right. He went from from Illinois to fucking California. Mm-hmm. That's a three day drive. That's a lot of gas, Phillips. He did take the chick's purse. Oh, he did. But I don't and think he dumped had, out the contents as he was had, going. I don't know if they had the. Uh, no card readers there. Oh, uh, they did. They did. Yeah, I remember AMPM used to. God, he's just like the angriest fucking like, putting the gas at the pump. Taking the gas cap well, off. I, w- I would say he probably would take his mask off it across the highway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. He'd probably take the mask off. He'd be surprised as hell every time he walked in if he had that mask on. Can you sign for this? <laughs> like uh. God, I just imagine, uh, Mr. Takanawa, can you sign? This? I just imagine like Javier Bardem, Mr. Wynn, fucking, uh, <laughs> oh, Doctor Wynn, oh, hey, Doctor Wynn, how? <laughs> I just imagine Javier Bardem from No Country for Old Men, like friendo, <laughs> right? Flip the coin. It's got that fucking weird bull haircut. <laughs> oh, that's uh, a bad haircut. It was the '80s, but this is the '90s. Thank God, he probably had like frosted tips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got a wife beater on. Oh, that was when Michael was going through his slim shady phase. Because mm-hmm. even make that a thing is like, wouldn't wouldn't he be like eighty years old? He'd be younger than me. I was, I like, was fifteen when he killed his sister. He'd be younger than me. He'd be forty one. Jesus, yeah, great. That's crazy. Yeah, no. Funny <laughs> enough, you bring up those fucking the tips. The scene when it, when it's uh in that classroom you see that's like, in a resurrection of, though is it resurrection yeah. or is this one that's no, resurrection oh fucking hell like, <laughs> these all are starting to blend together everybody now. has frosted tips right. in that college mm-hmm. resurrection's like so full of schmucks we'll fucking get to that shit well this was a good cast this was actually everybody in this fucking cast was enjoyable gen- gen- even oh cool j enjoyable oh completely enjoyable. i was just like cool i mean it's yeah. the guard guy and he plays a, a character yeah he's uh, uh he, it's he, he's, but he's trying to be a writer Oh, I love the phone conversations with his wife. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love the, the dialogue between Josh Hartnett and uh, his mom. He's like, you know, I'm having a little caffeine in the morning. You know, Perkinan's not a food group. <laughs> it's like, in this household, it your, is. Your father was a raging, abusing method addict. And to think he left you. <laughs> I know you get your smartest shit from my side of the family. Now, which side of the family? The Strodes or the Myers? Who gives a shit? Oh, my side of the family? That'd be the she was raised Strode, but she is a bloodline Myers. I'm not getting into this. Right. I'm not. We're about to. Because in 2018, it's not going to matter. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's so funny. It's like we're correcting each other so much because of the 2018 film. But when you go into this shit, you have to 
No, quit eating that bowl of shit. You know, switch over to this one. It's like, oh, thank you, thank you. I forgot I was watching the Halloween series. Oh, silly me. Only one flavor of shit at this table. Oh, we have a variety of shits. Right? Oh, you get little shit sprinkles God, in it, and on top of each thing. And, and, and I get, and that's. And I talked to Nate. And I, I talked to Ralph. I was like, man, I get real depressed because this series, man, the mythology just brings me down because it's such utter shit. It really does. It goes. It's like the, it goes into garbage. The work, the homework you have to do, and the give a fuck level. You just like fuck. I'm just gonna sit down and watch the guy. Kill well, it's people. like every time they get a good one, they get a fucking hard on, and they immediately have to make another one that turns out fucking bad. Yeah. And then you get another bad one, and then you get another good one, and then they fuck it up all over again. And it's just like, ugh. And this is a big problem. I mean, we talked about modern technology ruining the slasher mm-hmm. and that's what it does so when they went to this high-end school that's fucking you know gated Secluded. gated fucking school i go there you go that's your that's your gimmick that's going to be your attack and how do you lower the body count oh well 80 percent of the school's gone well, more than 80 99.9 yeah. <laughs> everybody's gone for this fucking trip to yosemite yeah. you know and it's like okay and then there's your fuel mm-hmm. yeah go that's like fuck yeah that's how you do it yeah and it's fun. It it works. And it's, you can't leave this fucking school. It's Jurassic Park in a public school. Very good. Yeah, really. That's a good analogy. But instead of like a bunch of dinosaurs, it's one T Rex versus everybody else. A raptor. So therefore, it's more like raptor. Jaws. Yeah, yeah, raptor, it's you more don't like Jaws and Sea World. Yeah. Clever. Because yeah. Michael's a clever girl. <laughs> clever girl. Um. Yeah. It's a. Uh, yeah, it's it, it. You know, it leads you to a secluded place that's gated, and you can't get in or out. So, therefore, there's your trap. That's it. You know, there's no city. And they play it right. I mean, I think getting him the way they got him in the gate. I, I mean, he had all these really fun shots. Oh, that whole fun LL Cool J moment. That was fun. Those are fun shots. I love when they do that. Like, oh, he's gonna fucking what? kill him. He's dead. And like he just Michael Myers is the king of hide and seek in that scene. Oh, he really is. He's like, ha ha, dude. It's like an epi- It's like you're watching the cutscenes from Splinter Cell or something. Yeah, dude. Uh, or watching Nate fucking play as Michael. Ah uh, uh, no, uh, no, 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 no. I'm uh, over here now. Uh, Maybe uh, later. Hey Ralph, do you see me? Huh? <laughs> uh, phone line <laughs> cut. Yeah. No. Hey, you're fucked. I love it. It, it. They do beautiful homages like the uh, Janet Lee. Psycho car. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I love Janet that. Lee's, the music Jamie cue comes Lee's up. Mom. Yeah. Oh. And in the uh, theme to this is orchestral. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I really enjoy. Yeah, it's way better than that heavy metal guitar. Yeah. Uh, that's something <clears throat> I really appreciated in this one because it didn't it didn't sound synthesized. It didn't sound like as much as I'm a as much of a rocker as I am, I appreciated the orchestra. And this isn't Alan Howarth, is it? So no, this is the no, first this time is John they dropped them. Ottman, I think, no, John Ottman had an unused score for this. Okay. Oh, that's right. There's two. Per- and, and I have yeah. no idea who actually did the music. Okay. But they stuck more to like, like you were talking about, like the major, the main Carpenter themes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they played the, off of it. The moment that it, like the moment in the movie when it really picks up, whenever uh, it's, whenever um, Lori is walking, or Kate is walking up with the fucking axe, that's whenever it really, oh, yeah. like fucking like, yeah. like the music actually like kicks in. It, at that point, you do feel like you're in a Halloween movie. Yeah. Because that's whenever you, you get that iconic score. You like, you're on the hunt now. It takes a long, uh, that's one thing. uh, Yes. A lot of people have a problem with the pacing in this movie, but it is identical to the first one. I thought the pacing was fine in this. Yeah. A lot of people hate it though. Cause 
like honestly, it's an eighty-eight minute movie, and Michael and the whole ending happens at like the sixty-five minute mark. So yeah. literally, all you get is like eighteen minutes. And I feel like it moves fine. It moves fine because it's it's mirrors the first one. His yeah. traveling time is you getting to know Josh uh, Josh Hartnett and Jamie Lee again, and you get to know the school, the relationships, and everything. Yeah. I was like, cool. And then the Yosemite setup. So by the time you're like ready to party with them, it's like fuck. They're not. He didn't get a corkscrew back to the fucking yeah. you know. Before Shake starts going I out. love Jamie Lee's, uh, you know, uh, boyfriend in this. Where he's like, "Okay, just checking in with you guys." Or like, "What are you up to?" He's like, "Oh, I'm I'm having my nipples pierced." <laughs> he's just he's a funny funny guy. I like that you bring up that scene because because apparently or supposedly in that scene, the TV that they were watching, um, it was supposed to be um, I think it was <gasps> so I married an axe murderer or uh-huh. something like that. But in the final cut of the movie, they changed it to where it was Scream. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I, I'm glad you brought that up. They had the rights to it, I, mm-hmm. I imagine. Because originally they were going to do that. I was like, oh, yeah, it's whatever. And I guess with them having the rights to both that and Scream, they're like, oh, well, let's fucking advertise our other fucking movie. Uh, Real they would quick, use who, wrote this? who wrote this? Uh, for H2O? Yeah. Because uh, somebody said they wanted an under, they wanted Kevin Williams. No, no, no. That's the thing with this. It was, uh, but it was like his Robert friend, Zappia and Matt Greenberg. But what was interesting is that they did get uh, like a twenty-page treatment from, from Kevin Williamson because he was hot shit. Yeah, from Scream. Yeah. yeah. So he was hot shit. Everybody wanted something from him. He just jotted something out, and they basically handed it to these two writers and said, "Hey, just work off of this. Like, this is what's going to be gold. Just work off of this." And they and, and I believe that's what they did. They All just, you have to do is add sixty pages of filler. Yeah. I mean, he probably came up with that main notion of like, this is how we create us. Like, we always talk about it. We're always like, how do we do a modern slasher? And this is a very cool way that they were able to For that time. Exactly, for that time. (laughs) Because now everybody was like, as we'll get into Resurrection, like, we always talk about texting and stuff being a thing. And when they do Resurrection, it was way before its time. But, man, they tap into a lot of shit that is a big threat to slashers in fucking modern age. It really is. I mean, yeah. How do you... Snapchat this. how How do you fucking, like... Go Periscope. How do you how do you attack somebody in a house when they could just go, Hey Siri, call the cops (laughs) 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 Or fucking Alexa Yeah, Alexa. Alexa, call the police. Looking up porn now. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck (laughs) Damn it. Uh, I tell you what, my my phone doesn't my phone would I'd be dead. Your phone would fuck you literally. Hey Siri (laughs) She's like, I'm not today, Nathan. Shit. Jesus. <laughs> Too many dick pins. <laughs> Logging you into Pornhub now. Right. No, no. Call the cops. Looking up cunts. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. It's Looking a, up for people named Jesus. Well, that, you know, and that's why I agree with like Stranger Things and, and a lot of these current movies going back to like the 80s you have to yeah yeah i mean technology is ruining us i mean the only way a lot of this stuff has actually gone beyond technology and had any fun is that creating things like the purge where you literally give a one day for like an all-out like this is blackout yeah yeah but then again you know if you're if you're hunting down teens teens are People are so fucking hooked in their cell phone, they'd just be looking at the screen. Yeah, because I mean, with, time, with the know. Scream TV series being this modern, it was very. It, it hit. I didn't see it. It, I it, not it played it. high points and there's low points to a lot of it because it was kind of weird because you become a social misfit 
do to being a slasher in this day and age. So it's, you have to play almost both sides of the card. That's why I thought like some of these movies, like the Unfriended series and stuff like that, there's highs and lows in playing with those ideas because this becomes the new gimmick. This becomes the filter. You know, if you can come between this and your victim, that's how you attack. Yeah, because a lot of these, a lot of these kids, especially if you modernize everything, you can strangle them with their Bluetooth headset. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ralph. Like a lot of these people, are, a lot of these kids are fucking idiots without their goddamn phones. Yeah. Think about it. Well, they, I like, think about it. You, you can't. Who directed this? <laughs> <laughs> no cords. I know exactly. That's what it's makes horrible. it hysterical. <laughs> it's true, though, man. It's like it. You know, you could play that distract distracted teen oh, thing, no. but that how how many movies could you? do? I want to see for? a slasher kill where like the guy just slaps somebody real hard against their Bluetooth. And pops their fucking eardrum. Boom, right their into fucking their fucking earbud. Yeah. That'd be awesome. I just want to see a iPhone stick up a crotch. Siri cannot. <laughs> Again, Nathan. <laughs> cannot connect call. <laughs> Again. <laughs> hey, Siri, go into vibrate mode. Ah, <laughs> 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 wishful thinking. Anywho. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, let's. Uh, I'm. I guess if you want to talk more, we can. Um, I don't know. I mean, we really just hit the middle area uh, to playing where Jamie's real search goes through because she goes to this really extreme level where she does get the revolver. She's going out to kill. She's ready to attack this time. Well, she's on edge at, at all times. She's a pill-popping yeah, alcoholic. Like, yeah. But to the point where she, when she gets her son and his girlfriend safe, she lets them. She gets out of the fucking car, says, "Drive down to the blah 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 house and call the cops." And she lets him go out the gate. She breaks the fucking. Um, and once oh. we go here, it's like, that's yeah. it. And that then, like I was saying, that fucking orchestrated theme comes up. You you're like you're at that point now. You're on edge with her. Yeah, and you know you hit the pinnacle whenever she goes, Michael. It's reverse. Like, it's reverse like, of alone. All, all she needed was a fucking middle name, and your asshole would have puckered. Yeah, <laughs> his name's Michael Audrey Myers. Oh, <laughs> that's his name. That's, I don't know how why they named him Audrey, but that's his middle name. So you can say yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes. You you yes, know the moment that that fucking middle name comes into it. Oh, you're in trouble. Oh, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah. Every you take off the mask that. and put down the knife. But uh, but then the Benny Hill show ensues. Dude, that one arm fucking. He just does that one. Oh arm. yes, Palace. yes. Like you were, like you said last time. Shit. Fucking that fucking arm strength. Like he, that must be what he does in his spare time. It's just like one arm fucking pull ups. Like, you know, it's like what the fuck. He shared a cell with Robert De Niro from Cape Fear or some <laughs> shit. Just kind of like outwork out each other every fucking yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I had to become more human than. <laughs> uh, like inhuman. That. I love that movie. Um, yeah, he's dude. The knife in this is like two feet long. It might as well be a fucking machete. That's awesome. Yeah, it's cr- the length of his forearm. It's fucking. Old. It's Just the about. length of his femur. It's fucking crazy long. It's like that long. I don't know of any knife that has ever looked like that. <laughs> like that's not for fucking kitchen use. That's for killing the fucking bowl. <laughs> Forget it. What are we having tonight? Bison? Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. That's the definition of fucking pig sticker. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It, it's a huge knife that he uses in this one. Um, and uh, speaking on, this is something I brought up to Nate whenever we were watching it. The That particular scene, whenever you're getting those up-close shots of Michael 
there's one particular scene I couldn't help but fucking laugh. And Nate was like, what the fuck are you laughing at? If you look like there's this particular way that the camera's looking at Michael it, with the mask and it's like it's from the the camera's kind of like looking well, up at him and he's walking hallway. down the yeah. hallway. If you look at the way the mask looks, the body type that he has, the hairdo, the pop collar, the pop collar, <laughs> all I was getting was fucking James Gunn. Oh my god. Yeah, it, actually he showed me a picture of James Gunn. He's like that's no longer the William Shatner mask. That's the James Gunn mask. That's the James Gunn mask. We now know why Disney actually fired him. There you go. Right. He was a stand-in for Michael. Too, too much like this guy. Dude, he, he it, like even the hairdo on the picture yeah. he pulled up. I was just like, "Holy shit." That's yeah, hilarious. all he needed was the fucking glasses. That's all he needed. Yeah. Fucking this movie, like I I couldn't help but laugh at him. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, the up close mask I don't like. Yeah. No. It's and crazy. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like when it's they weird. don't we don't utilize the mask like to be truly like that the shape and the darkness that comes mm. out. I love that it's painted that way to emerge from darkness. It's fucking eerie when they light it right and they use it correctly. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, just to have him blatantly like stare at a student while she's in class, I was just like, Oh man, it's like a walking sperm with hair. <laughs> it's like yeah. When it's like ghost white, it's ridiculous. When it's gray tones, it's cool. Yeah. Or like this new mask in eighteen, when you have like all the weathering <sighs> and the deep fucking scarring so in the good. fucking mask. That awesome. looks like the original mask that would be weathered, and it's fun that they yeah. they've gone to such great lengths to make it. You know, and it, it kind of looks like you know the Halloween one that Rob Zombie did because Rob Zombie paid the respect it needed to yeah, with the, the mask. The weathered look on it. I like that. I do too. I don't mind the Rob Zombie mask at all. Not me neither. No. Five, six, or four? Four, four by far is the worst mask to me. That was like... Somebody molded that wasn't even William Shatner. Like, that when was they like mold, William Wallace painted they, white. When they <laughs> mold the fucking cheekbones, I was like, who did it? Like, who thought that would be like fun to do? Who thought that would be terrifying? Or who thought it would be fun to forget about it? It didn't even have a mold. Or why would you put makeup on the cheeks? It's like, what? Well, it starts at the cheek. It starts at... <laughs> Go ahead, laugh, laugh it up. No, that one I, I, that I, hurts. So I replay that episode and I just laugh my ass. I don't even know what that meant, but man, it caught me off guard. You just grew facial hair. It started. <laughs> it didn't grow out from like the like all the pores. It started at the cheek and it grew down. Comb that bitch down. Roll that beautiful oh, bean God. footage. Um. So yeah, it's like. You know, the ending of this movie, I, I don't want to go walk through walk, no, no, no. but it, it it actually has a very smart ending where Lori's like, no, he's not fucking dead. She, you know, as they're loading him up in the, the truck, she fucking hijacks it. Grabs an axe. Yeah, grabs the axe, grabs a pistol from the cops. And she's like, load him in. And they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> they run off. Yep. And she, uh, you know, takes him to finalize him. Yeah. And, uh, and- <laughs> it's good. When he pops up out of that body bag, <laughs> again, those eye, like the eyebrows, the eyes, <laughs> it looks like all he's saying is, fuck, what are you doing here? You're not supposed to be here. You almost want to hear the, like when you reboot your computer sound. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it literally feels like. He just sits up. He's like, oh, <laughs> okay, let's see. Go, go through the same song and dance. Holy shit. What are you doing here? Dude. And you're not supposed to be here. And you're not buckled up. They let right. women drive these days? Oh, so, 98. <laughs> they slam on the brakes. She, he flies through the fucking window. She rams him. 
They go off the side of a cliff, tumbling down the hill. The body's thrown from the vehicle. Yeah, he gets thrown up against a tree, and as he turns or you know, looks, he tries sees the van coming at him. He turns and bam, hits him right in the spine and pins him. That's awesome. You're fucked. That's it. <laughs> and she landed right next to the axe. That was lucky. Yeah. Not on the axe. And she goes down Convenience. Has a nice little moment, you know. Michael. Michael gets his attention. He's all like fucking scatterbrain. And then they re- he reaches for her. They barely touch fingertips and lops Shakluey. Lops his fucking head off. I love her breathing at the end of that. She's just like she's full of fucking rage, and she, it's over. I mean, this whole this whole movie. Uh, she's a. I don't know if we even mentioned it, but she's a uh, uh, a head dean and head teacher at this posh school. Yeah. Um. Her, the class she was. Uh, talking about was fate, which just like she was when she was seventeen. You're talking about Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. and fate facing your monster. Gotcha, Victor Frankenstein. That's what they say in this. Um, but not Henry. No, the, sure that's not what Henry? I'm saying. Fuck you both. Um, but that's that's what I'm saying is like this whole movie's about facing your monster and defeating it. Yeah, not running away. Yeah, Michelle Williams questions the novel. She's like, I don't know why he just didn't do this. Yeah. Instead of like permanently running or well, because he ran and then his bride died and everybody around him died. Yeah. Because that, that's what it took him. for him to chase Frankenstein yeah. forever in the Arctic circle. So yeah, she realizes that when she's running with her kids and she's like, "No, you take the car and go. I'm gonna finish this up." Yeah. So I guess let's rock final thoughts. This was a big jaw dropper in theaters seeing the the head lop. It was a uh, real fun to return to what it was, but. This is by the book. This is a 90s film by the fucking book. Uh-huh. Uh, I know what you did last summer. I mean, you take any title from those 90s films, and this is pretty much by the book. And that's what Kevin Williamson did back then. He created that book. And this is just a really, uh, this is a copy and paste Michael Myers into that storyline. And it's done well. For it being a slasher, I mean, it could easily have been, you know, Jennifer Love Hewitt and. Oh, fucking, God, please. It could have been the, uh, you know, the, the killer from uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer being plugged into this same script. It's just with Michael Myers this time. And it was unique to have Jamie Lee in there. And it's a fun one. You know, it stands alone on its own if you've only seen the original. And if you know the whole series, I mean, you really don't benefit too much from that either. So uh, it's a buy or rent. It's a rent for me. Yeah, I was going to say buy, but honestly, it, if you're... I wouldn't spend the twenty bucks on it. It feels by itself. Oh, it's not twenty bucks. <laughs> it's like four ninety eight, eight bucks. Even if it was four ninety seven at the fucking Walmart bin, I'd still be like, eh, I don't need it. You already own it. Yeah, I do. It's in the <laughs> box. Set. Well, it's in the box set, which I bought the whole box set for twenty bucks. So yeah, win win. So for me, this movie H two O. This was like I said earlier. Kind of, re- I, I kind of revealed what I was going to say with it. This movie is definitely a breath of fresh air in comparison to the last two that I had to sit through. The fact that they brought Jamie back, they they didn't have any kind of ties to the previous movies, even though, if I remember correctly, Nate said at one point in time during the production of the film, there was a scene that they did tie back to it where Lori is informed that Jamie has died and she ends up running to the bathroom to vomit due to due to the shock wow yeah it's during the frankenstein talk they mm -hmm. they bring up jamie yeah so with that i'm I'm, I'm glad that they didn't include it granted little callbacks to the previous movies i've always appreciated the fucking the the mask is off-putting it does 
it, it does great work whenever it's whenever it's the part six mask, but whenever they do the new ones, it's not, it, it doesn't do anything. It, it takes away from the scare factor of Michael because Michael doesn't seem that terrifying, especially if you see his eyes, because I don't, I don't know what it was about it. It's just, I think we got so used to not seeing his eyes and we're so used to not seeing our killer's eyes unless their face is fully revealed a la Freddy. You don't really want to see it mm-hmm. no, because it creates a void. It, yeah, well, yeah, without the eyes, it creates a void, and it makes it seem as though there's nobody there. Like, that person has disconnected from the real world, whereas when you do see those eyes, it humanizes them. It takes away from the scare and makes them more like, oh, this this is just an average Joe. You know, fucking, you can see the eyes. You can see, you can see like, what you can kind of tell what he's thinking. You can see his soul, I guess. Um, but this movie, for me, it's definitely a buy because it's it's the entertaining it's the entertaining one that we needed after those last two definitely and especially if you want to continue the Lori strode storyline where she faked her death she ended up changing her name protective services yada 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 and it's a nice little bookend to the series it's a it's a nice it's a nice little finite michael is dead we're done Lori is done finished yeah but once we get a little further on things kind of change once box office dollars rolling yeah yeah buy recommend what do you what's your uh, it, it, it was a buy uh-huh. like for me this one was a buy sweet all right i remember seeing this in theaters i went ape shit at the ending i thought it was great and i i really thought this was a beautiful finale to michael myers looking back now there's a lot of problems in the film main one being creed playing all over this motherfucking me- damn movie dude which is uh, awesome oh no oh no oh no i the mask is a huge fucking problem i do not like seeing michael myers eyes i don't i think it's i think it's stupid he's supposed to have the blackest eyes and yet he's got these angelic blue eyes so yeah i mean there's problems but i loved having jamie lee back i loved that they did not include four, five, and six, even though that line about Jamie Lloyd that would have been cool, but no, we're we're forgetting those movies. They're they're you know afterthoughts. So yeah, it's a is it a buy? It is a buy. So yeah, check it out. Um, I think I think this is one of the strongest of the Halloween series. I am glad we are going to 2018 where they fucking. Just none of these happened. Just one and this next one coming up. So there you have it. Cool. So let's hit that beautiful bean footage of get it straight with bean me. footage. <laughs> exactly. Hit the music. Let me hear you say it, baby. Woo! Great tits. Good. 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 That is fine hide leather. Good. 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 You're rating right up there. Good. 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 Is this Aussie conditioner? Good, good, good. Good. You've never felt soccer pews. Good, good, good. Like a fucking Pepsi commercial. Woo! Great tits. So, uh, tonight on Get It Straight with Nate, we got Dawson's Creek meets the Boogeyman. These are the eyes of a sweet, gentle, kind man. Mass decisions. Uh Fuck it. We'll do it live. Little man, Carrie Tate. Your stupid minds are stupid. Stupid. I love that they're watching Plan 9. Charming poor man's George Clooney with a Christian Bale speech impediment. (laughs) Before stupendous, there were two tumultuous round melon breasts. Jamie Lee lookalike contest goes to... 
Josh Hartnett, Romantic 8th Grader Maps, <laughs> Victor Frankenstein, fuck you, Jeff and Ralph, The Short Yellow Buses, I get it, Security Guards Are Here From 8 A.M. Till We Fucking Tell You To Go Home. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So that's what a garbage disposal looks like, huh? There's eight deaths in this flick. Now keep in mind, Donald Pleasance died off screen from a heart attack. There's three off screen kills, but you do see the bodies. So that leaves you with only three on screen deaths. What the fuck? But at least Michael's using his knife again. In theaters, I was super happy. Even though there was no nudity, we got Michael back on track. And then you took his head off and it ended, or so we thought. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah, we're pretty screwed up, especially going to the 2002 Halloween Resurrection, which is quoted to be a... Shittiest movie. Yeah, easily. <laughs> Sorry, what was it quoted No, no, no that, that is, the, that is the, uh, the main quote there on that film. Yeah, this is not a fun one. No, and just when you thought we were kind of like, we were seeing the light of day with this. We were finally seeing a return of Michael. They walk in with this pile of garbage. Dude. It's, I. It opens with like, I mean, hospitalized Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm -hmm. And the nurse has to explain to the other nurse the the series of events that led her to be locked up. Yeah. She chopped off the wrong man's head. And they actually replay a scene in H2O to reveal that the head lopped off belonged to a paramedic. Paramedic Oh, why couldn't he speak? Michael collapsed his larynx. Yep. Fucking crushed his his voice box. He could barely breathe. Yep, and due to the death of that, Jamie ends up going mad. (laughs) And ends up getting locked into this insane asylum. Smith's Grove. Smith's Grove. We're back. Yes, we are back to Smith's Grove. We're back. Yep. Uh, With no word as to what happened to her son. No word as to what happened to the rest of everybody. There's a picture on the wall. Yeah, a crumpled up picture. (laughs) She's hiding her pills in a raggedy end all. Which doesn't play out. No. You would think she'd make like some kind of like ultimate tranquilizer. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like ultimate tranquilizer dart. Nothing. (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) All a green goblin. Sleep. Thinking about the weird fucking trench coat people in Dark City. All right. <laughs> fucking hell. And so he can we're, br- we brought, we're brought into yeah, this, and we could obviously it. tell like how excited Jamie Lee Curtis was to be back in oh, this man. fucking shit show. She does the best Linda Hamilton T2 impersonation she could. Mm-hmm. No, she really does. She really does. Well, she even said, like, the, the people came to her, and they're like, hey, we're going to make Halloween Resurrection. She's like, what? And they're like, oh, no, we, we got a script for you. And she's like, no, kill me in the first 10 minutes. Yeah. I'm done. Because this movie entire like She was in, pissed. It, it, like, completely invalidates her victory. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she did, she had, it was such a triumphant return for her in the last one. And then they just fuck it up. Yeah. No, Michael's still smarter than you. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Like even to the point where she she plays it out to the roof scene, and he's upside down. She's trapped them. She's got him again. She's outsmarted the fucking the the fucking. She's outsmarted the whale. She's got him hanging there. She's about to fucking kill him, and he does that. Where where am I? Head grab. All that shit. She's like, oh god, I have to be sure. What does she think he looks like? 
She does not know what his face looks like. So what was she going for? What would take off the mask? It could be fucking Bill Clinton, she and just, you wouldn't know any different. Yeah, man, she didn't want to fucking. I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty sure she cut the rope. It could be George Clinton. You wouldn't know any different. You've never seen what Michael looks like. What's the point of pulling that fucking mask off? She could have cut the rope and dropped him to his death, or she could have just lopped his fucking head off again. Oh, let's let's face it. That fall would not kill Michael. No, obviously not. I just I just love the ensnaring. Even Even when he does fall, he still catches himself with one hand. Yeah. A couple of fingers. And Jamie Lee's fucking weight, too, with him. Yeah. He's strong, dude. Oh, do you did you appreciate that they did the one arm let down from the roof right bright and early first thing in this awesome. film? I love it. It's like, oh, that's we just, we did that right. Let's do that. That was cool right off the bat. Yeah, basically, he's Leon from fucking the professional. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's uh, it's fucking ridiculous, man. Uh, yeah. So she gets swung around. She gets impaled, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then she does that slow. I'll see you in hell. Yep. She has a slow fucking drop. I just love how he ensnared her. You know, you've got a 10,000 square foot rooftop. He's got a step in this six inch circle. (laughs) I got him. Like, there should be like uh, something. She should get an award for that. That's the best trapping I've ever seen. But now that he's horrible. uh, Now that he's killed Lori, I mean, it's all uphill from here. He has. He has so much to do now. Yeah. He's. He. He. He has caught his white whale now. So. What? Hey, story over. What do you? How do you celebrate? Yeah, how do you fucking celebrate? You go back home. Yeah, you, sure. Why you, not? Eat, eat a rat. Get some fresh fennel. <sighs> Jesus. But you didn't just get to that house. No, no, no. You've been living the last twenty years underneath it in this secret fucking ruined fucking cellar subway sewer sewer. <laughs> Like, no sewer man ever checked down there. Nobody has a sewer like that underneath their fucking house. It's like... I don't think so. Fuck. I don't think so, especially in Illinois. It's like he saw fucking Peter Parker's dad go down to the subway and work on his fucking... (laughs) (laughs) There's all a subway car under there. It's pretty comfy living. (laughs) Michael watched Ninja Turtles. He watched the live action movies and was like, I want that. I mean, it's it's fucking ridiculous. Ah. You know what, Ralph? You're a fresh perspective on this, so I'm going to let you and Jeff talk more because I I just don't have shit to say. On the what'd you did, we about, just lose our resident ex- expert in this. <laughs> what do you think about that? Yes. When, they, when they introduced the uh, the auditioning for the uh, oh, scare tactics, Danger Team with fucking Buster Rhymes, Danger TV, Danger Tainment, nothing, the Danger Tainment. Oh fucking hell! Yeah. Like this, whenever they whenever they brought in again. <laughs> The modernization of fucking the times of internet fucking sensations, which is what we're currently at now. Point of order. Point of order. This is for if if you do this, you get a scholarship. These people are already juniors in college. What fucking good is that going to do them? You get a scholarship to what? Fucking Pizza Hut? Like there's nothing that there. What's the fucking prize? What's that going to do for me? I'm already in college. I don't know. Real world and everything was then a big thing. Then I don't know. Uh, I mean, the the prize was whatever. But this being a 2002 um, film, you didn't. Did you watch it like when it came out or did, no? You know, this I, is this like is box set. Same same fucking gotcha. same fucking day that I watched the watched H two O. Like this is bl- the same day, same night. Oh, okay. Same twelve hour span. About a week ago. About a, like well, not about well, a little under a week. 
Um, but this, I don't know the the fucking interview the 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 pro or not the not the interview process, but the uh, the calling for it was like, oh, we're going to select. I think it was like three or four people to do this, and only six people show up, and they cast all fucking six. <laughs> like, okay, what was the fucking criteria? Like everybody that you kind of interviewed, uh, Tyra Banks and fucking Mister. Mr. Mr. Gum and Teeth. Yeah. And by the way, <laughs> missing the bottom half of his fucking beard on the right side of his face. Yes. Like he doesn't have Ralph pointed this out. He's got one long beard thing that connects to like his mustache and on the other side. Clean shaven. Clean shaven. That was his thing back then. Oh, fuck it's, you. It started at the fucking cheek. It started at the and cheek. And it stopped at the cheek. <laughs> Um, oh, like so bad. they, this interview process, they don't specify as to what they're looking for. They don't specify like what what are you like what do you want to get out of this? Obviously, they're wanting money, but like what what is it that's drawing you to do this? Like, I don't even think they even tell them like where they're going. No, they do. I mean, they they set them up. That's the thing. I mean, that's what I was wondering. Like in two thousand two, when this came out, it's like three years after Blair Witch Project. So to do this webcam show, and they're going to let these kids go into the Myers house, you get an understanding of what they're going to get into. And then mainly, the main girl is I Emming her boyfriend, who's going by the name Deckard, which is you know a fun play. But beyond that, it's it's. It's like you said, it's what's the play at this? It's to set up this agenda to mm-hmm. shoot a Halloween film with webcams. Which makes this movie fucking unwatchable. Unwatchable. Like <sighs> you have the scares, everything's there, the the kills are done. Uh, it's pretty much what we watched today in 2018. You still see found footage films follow the exact same dynamics that were laid out for us back, uh, you know, with Man Bites Dog, which was a French film that actually predates uh, Blair Witch Project. Mm-hmm. But it's the idea of playing with that same kind of formula. But doing this with Michael Myers and just copy and pasting the Myers into it. I mean, beyond Buster Rhymes doing Kung Fu. Oh. Everything's pretty much by the book. Oh, found God. footage. Like uh you can ask film. you can ask Nate, like the only reason why I was even paying attention in the movie was because fucking Katie Sackhoff was in it. Didn't she look like fucking Brittany Murphy? Yeah, kinda? she looks like she'd be a great joker if they yeah. ever went like multiverse woman joker. She's yeah. got a really sinister smile. She, she has she, she has was, a toothy grin. She was great. She has a toothy grin with the fucking with the dimples and like that was really the only reason why I was fucking watching this movie. <laughs> this is kind of cute. Always nice to be part of your masturbatory fantasy. This played like a college version of uh, House on Haunted Hill. Because, oh, yeah. I mean, it was very similar I to that, that dynamics and stuff, except the house is way smaller because mm. you're dealing with the fucking Myers house. Um, all the extra shit they added with the, uh, the, the high chair with the straps on it and that secret cellar. I mean, all this stuff was for the show, but mm. the setups that they would give us that would fuel the movie that weren't really fueled by the mythology of the actual film, it was just... It's like I said, it's its basically the formula found footage that we deal with today. Mm. I mean, it's just... It's, and the, the fact that you end up... Once you realize that it's all a facade, it is all faked, it was all... Like, there's nothing real in this fucking house. That kind of... That takes away from, like, the entertainment because at that point, you're just kind of like, Oh, fuck. All right. The only threat really is that Michael Myers is in the house with you, but he's yeah. just constantly doing the H2O thing where he just kind of just 
stalks mm-hmm. and doesn't really. And this particular movie, fucking Michael, like, this is not the Michael that I, that I, like, for the entire, like, almost month I've been having to watch these movies. The this is not the Michael that I that I can think of because every time Michael encounters somebody, he's he's pretty much straight to the point. Yeah. Whereas whenever he encounters fucking Mister Gum and Teeth, <laughs> I'm gonna keep calling him that because that's all like the entire every time he's on the fucking screen, that's all I fucking see. Um, he just stares at him. Like Michael doesn't kill him; he just looks at him. Yeah. Like and Buster the, sees him, and Buster is yelling at him, yeah, and tapping him on the forehead, yeah. And you, he just turns around, and walks away. Yeah, you don't like what? What? It's sad. Look, this is a movie where I would rally for people to get lawyers and sue a fucking studio for a waste of time. Like, that's how badly I feel about this movie. I fucking hate this movie. I hate it. I hate it. It's such a goddamn betrayal. Especially when you have good intentions with H2O. And then this is obviously just a fucking cash grab. And it's like, oh, we got LL Cool J. So let's get another hip rapper. And oh, Tyra's relevant now. So let's get her. And let's just get a bunch of fucking idiots and throw them in a house and call it a movie. And it's like, oh my God. Oh my God. It's unfucking. It's unwatchable. Really, for me, it, it is an unwatchable movie. It is a 0% final thoughts there <laughs> it, it's, it's horrible man i mean you don't have donald pleasance you don't have no you get you, rick rosenthal returning you don't yeah from halloween too yeah i mean and he was just i don't i don't I, know he's an old man at by this time but just it was just a paycheck i guess for everybody dude it's it shouldn't be that you shouldn't fucking but try just, so hard to get something on track and then oh we fucking did it Let's shit out another one. Well, this is the problem I think was going on back then. Is well, it's obvious that was the problem back then. Is that you didn't have platinum dunes. You didn't have somebody that wanted to pay some kind of respect to the series by doing a different kind of cash grab, where you're just kind of reinventing the wheel and showing people the new fucking shiny wheel. Mm. This was them trying to continue something that had groundwork, and they're like, "Fuck, we own the rights. If we don't want to lose the rights, we got to pump out something else." It's already been three years. What do we do? And this is what they did. Ugh. And it's like I said, anything uh, a template slasher movie would have been better. This was trying to mix the internet and you know, this is the found problem. footage and fucking just nonsense. This is man. the problem that a lot of people with that like diehard films have a problem with because a lot of the diehards, only diehard one was actually based on a kind of McLean story, as I believe, and everything else has been copy and paste McLean's name onto these other novels, existing material, and make them diehard films. And that's kind of what Michael falls into. It's like, let's copy and paste Michael's name to all these things and have these unique fucking things. We were just lucky enough to have Kevin Williamson's fucking treatment for H2O because everything before H2O, 5 and 6, were... Well, they knew this This was... They they knew that Halloween something they had to get back on track because box office is going down. I mean, I think, I think Halloween 6 made like... Twelve million dollars. Like, that's made money, terrible. This didn't get anything back on track. It ended one track, which was with H two O, and it created something that was just totally insignificant of like tying him to a house, right? Of so, a haunted situation. So this was a cash grab situation where they're like, "Oh fuck, H two O made the most money." At, I believe at that time, more than any of the other slashers, which is ridiculous. Because why would you do this 
because so let's immediately put this out but there's no payoff to the resurrection like there's zero payoff at the end of resurrection for you to go hey we'll we'll be doing good on the next one well the uh payoff was hey this is the death of laurie strode okay that happens in 10 fucking minutes what happens at the end of resurrection that's what i'm saying it's like there was no like oh yeah you pumped new life into a property you've you've you know and this made 37 million so this is the second well third most money-making halloween halloween movie i mean that's well, I don't know. I'm not counting the Rob Zombie. I'm saying now the original series. But that's this was a cash grab. And, and there is no payoff. The, they had four four or five endings, Ralph, that we watched. Yeah, it had, it had multiple it different insane. endings. That was screen tested in multiple different testings in different yeah. areas in the United States. The boyfriend saving her. Yeah, the Deckard saving her. And then um, one where uh, they reveal, instead of waiting till the coroner's office to show Michael's face. It's they, did they do it outside and he wakes up there. They, there's like a bunch of different, he grabs Buster and she hits him in the face with an ax. Mm-hmm. And then the CSI investigators looking yeah. down a sewer drain and Michael pulls her in. Yeah. Like there's, there's multiple different en- endings for this movie. I mean, the writer for this has written such fucking great movies as crow wicked prayer, which is awesome. No, it's not cube two, which is awesome. Uh, Conan the Barbarian 2011. Which is awesome with Jason oh, Momoa. wow. Those are good films. Not not good films. Um, he's a, like, this guy fucking killed the series. And, yeah. And, well, it's... But mainly Busta Rhymes and Tyra Banks and just like, okay, the kids are fucking annoying, but whatever. The fact that Busta is watching Kung Fu and performs Kung Fu on Michael Myers. He kicks his ass. And Myers just sits there. It would have been cooler if if Buster just went ghetto fucking blaster on him and beat the fuck out of him, kicked him in the face, you know, go hood. (laughs) Jackie Channing me. him in the dick. Yeah, Jackie Channing Michael Myers up does nothing. For any fucking person. And if you like this movie, I, I would like you to come to my house because I will fuck you up. <laughs> uh, I like that the, this mixer basically falls on that girl's legs and she just couldn't get Couldn't up. move. It's yeah. a... Ounces. I even said that to Ralph. I said that's yeah. the that's same That's our fucking mixer. mixer. That's yeah. our fucking mixer. That's, 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 it's like a three-pound mixer. Ounces. Ounces, really? Ounces. Well, with nothing, you got to connect 10 with, cables to it. Yeah, maybe. Ten cables. You know, it's the it's the tied shoelace theory. Jesus. I can't untie the knot. Kick your fucking shoes off. <laughs> oh, you're right. I don't know. It's horrible, man. Well, and and the mask that... looks horrible. I yeah. mean, some shots it look kind of cool, but when you do the close-ups, they they and like colored in. It's the obviously grooves. painted, and yeah. you can't shit on Generation X or the Ots because I mean, when we got Rob Zombie's Halloween, it was probably the best breath of fresh air to this fucking in franchise. Either. Yeah. That it, I mean, it wasn't. It didn't live up to what Carpenter had originally planned out for us, or set you know set the bar so high at. But it's the direction we needed. Yeah, because I mean, this was this this is to have two more of these. It would have become Halloween. Would have become like what Hellraiser's at. It would have been like Halloween. Yeah, yeah, that like, was planned. Michael Jamie, comes to Italy. You know, I was like. <laughs> Fucking the Jamie, French connection. Jamie Lee Curtis even stated that, like, she's been quoted saying that this movie is a fucking joke. Like, mm-hmm. there there was no point, rhyme, or reason for it aside from, like you said, wanting a cash grab. And this movie only had a budget of 15 million. So it'd be impressive if 
if it was like a five million budget and they got thirty million, but no, it's fifteen. Like they they had they had gotten their money and then then some, but that was really it. This franchise pretty much it's like, got killed because of this. Like yeah. you move cash around just before tax season or something like that. You know yeah, what I mean? that's that's what it had to have been. Um, now granted, there's one thing I wish they would have stuck with, which Katie Sackhoff was originally supposed to play Donna. Oh wow, which was the redhead, like. The one that gets naked? Yeah. Oh. That was originally Katie Sackhoff was supposed to play her. Uh, they no. were all annoying. No. They, they were annoying, but again, what did, I, what did I tell you about this movie? The only reason I'm watching is because Katie Sackhoff's in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was like the biggest payoff. That was the only thing I wanted. Yeah. Young Katie Sackhoff. Yeah. Then you got the douchebag from American Pie, and then a bunch of who gives a fucks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... And that's why I'm I'm looking forward to this talking about Halloween 2018. I really I'm looking forward to getting into Rob Zombie territory. I never thought I'd be put in that position. <laughs> Fuck. Sorry, Rob. Yeah, now th- this movie like the 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 webcams, the fucking the footage, like there are moments that you're just kind of like you're squinting at the screen trying to like man, if I squint a little more, maybe I can make I can make out a fucking image. The f- what are they looking at, Nate? Yeah, I don't know. And Nate's like, I don't fucking know. I stopped paying attention twenty minutes ago, Ralph. I'm like, well, then why the fuck are you making me watch it? They actually use like, the <laughs> like me and Nate almost got into an argument <laughs> about this fucking movie. Really this movie almost broke friendship. You I think was... it's Mario Kart? Nah, it's fucking Resurrection. I was, well, I just didn't give a good fuck. And anytime Ralph asked me a question, I was like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, I'm not answering. What are you? What are, What are they doing, Nate? Who fucking cares, Ralph? And then, but why are they doing it? I don't fucking care, Ralph. <laughs> I, I felt bad for asking questions, but I needed these fucking answers, and I was not getting them. Yeah, there is nothing. There's nothing to answer. This is this is the end of the cash grab. This then, is this is where you hit a brick wall. Then what made me really mad? I didn't think I'd be so pissed off about this. What re- what really made me mad is that after the movie was said and done, Nate's like, "Oh yeah, hey, by the way, look at this special feature. It is footage of all the webcam footage that 47 they took. Forty-seven minutes. Forty-seven minutes of webcam footage. Oh yeah, the webcam special. And I'm like, why? Why? They they have a they, there's a special feature of both that and the head cams, the nope. fucking cameras from the videos, like the the fucking like yeah. cameras on the sides of, that's like stapled to the sides of their fucking heads like i don't know why that are blurry and out of focus and pixelated these are the worst fucking cameras i've ever seen in my life yeah. 2002, baby. and then fucking pdas uh. i don't remember pdas <laughs> working that goddamn fast i had a pda yeah i think lewis skolnick's fucking revenge of the nerds 2 nerds in paradise text machine was quicker than a pda <laughs> remember he'd plug it into his ashtray fucking i love that i love when she closes the lid and says hewlett packard i was like fuck yeah dude i had one those are awesome yeah i had one it was 400 bucks and recipes in there yeah it was useless mm-hmm. yeah that thing i was, was like i just here. used it kind of as like a calculator <laughs> that's about it i used mine as a calculator and a calendar no, I didn't even bother sending emails on it. It was like two years later, it went obsolete. So there's no. Can you no imagine updates. like the data plan back then for that? Like it was, it was fucking insane. Non-existent. Yeah. It was like what? I don't. I don't know. Well, the processor for the Wi-Fi connection was ridiculous. I don't think that thing could send messages that far. Oh no 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 no! no. I mean, sorry, that fast. No and no no that far. No, it was no like way. if you sent it like maybe a, a couple sentences and went and took a shit it might be done by the time you're done wiping that was one thing that pissed me off in h2o as the very end of h2o l cool j is like i got it i'm making a thriller blah 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 and he's on a fucking cell phone i'm like where the fuck was that 
like, you know, like. Oh yeah. I was like, where the fuck was that? Like two hours ago, dickhead. And like. Yeah. Way to go, security guard. I gotta wait till after eight when the calls are free. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, yeah that was yeah, a fucking. That was a thing. That was a thing. Calls after free six. after eight. Yeah, <laughs> free after six. Oh, god. Um. Yeah. Final yeah. Let's please. Yeah, let's please. Thoughts for that because. This is fucking terrible. Didn't talk much about this movie, but there's not much to no, talk about. I'll, I'll rock into it first. Uh, look, I saw this What'd in you think, theaters. Ralph? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it, Nick. Because you said, you just fucking said the magic word there. What? You saw it in theaters, man. I did. Come on. Yeah, and right in the I store right this, there. What do you think, Jeff? I saw this in theaters. I fucking, I hated it. I hated it so fucking much. Uh, the first time... No standing ovation I, the, in this one? No, the first time I actually walked out. There's This was one of the very first movies I ever walked out on. This, I went back and saw it again because I was like, look, it's fucking Halloween. I love Halloween. Maybe I'm just, you know, not in a fucking good place right now. I went back and I finally finished it. Then I bought the DVD because I hated it so much. I was like, I've got to see it one more time to make sure I fucking hate this. The DVD I bought somehow had a scratch on it and I couldn't finish the ending of it. So therefore I had to retrade that DVD in, get a new one, watch that. No, this movie is fucking garbage. I've vowed since 2003, four, never to watch this movie again. Um, and for this podcast, I've had to watch it fucking twice. Yikes. You guys are breaking my morales and principles left and right. It's fucking Michael's breaking our morales. Oh, man. Um, the Akkads. It's the Akkads. That is 100% correct, Ralph. They are cash-grabbing motherfuckers, and I, I really, really want to get rid of them. I want somebody rich to buy this series from them. Feige? I don't think. Somebody. Just get rid of it. Get, gotcha. it, get it away from them. Blumhouse, I, I think that is the right studio to to have backing it because he's not going to put out something shitty, especially when it costs more than what his budget is. Usually he usually only spends five mil. Gotcha. He's going 10 mil. So buy, sell, rent. This is fucking avoid, avoid. burn, <laughs> rotten hell. This was oh. a movie that fucking raped you in the ass with a sandpaper dildo. <laughs> like it was rough. Oh, the man I did. saw Ralph twitching on my couch. Hey, <laughs> that uh, eighteen-inch uh, Mandy blade dildo. Yeah. Ooh. Fucking this. This movie was rough to get through. Like I couldn't stand it. Whenever it would do the 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 webcam and the the video feeds, I couldn't stand it when Tyra Banks was on there. I couldn't stand it when Buster Buster Rhymes was on there. Like, there was nothing in this movie that really was going to keep me in there, aside from what I keep saying, Katie Sackhoff. And then once they killed her off, I had no reason to pay attention anymore. Yeah. Like, I was done. I, I was I was done. I, I felt like, man, she's dead. Nay, can we go fucking do something else now? And he's like, no, nah, you got to watch the end. I was like, what end? We're podcasters. <laughs> we have to finish it. Oh, what we do for fucking viewers and listeners. <laughs> <laughs> you people put us through some shit every now and then. Oh. But, like, this movie, I, I'll, I'll get straight to the point. This movie is a fucking avoid. Like, the only real, in all honesty, as of right now, the only movies that's really set to watch is that fucking timeline with H2O. One, two, and H2O. Yeah. You're done. That, that's all you need of this of this franchise as of right now. Like, as of where we stand, that's all you need. Don't fucking bother with... If you want, if you want something different, go with four. Avoid five, six. Avoid resurrection. Like that's really all you fucking need in this franchise. 
Like, I hate to axe Jamie, Lee, or not Jamie, I fucking hate to axe Jamie out of it, but it didn't go anywhere after that. Led to two shitty goddamn movies. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Love Daniel Harris to death, but Jesus. I don't know if you, you know, I don't know if you blame a CODs, because don't they just hire writers? But they are the cash grabbers with the final say. So yes, they are I the ones them. with the, yeah. They are the ones with the with the with the last hand in the jar. Like they're the ones like, hey, we're fuckers. We're the one. We're the one helping you guys out. You got to make something that we like. Fuckers. You know? I rather watch part five six times in a row than watch a, half this movie. I can't stand it. I I saw this in theaters too. It was uh, it's just run of the mill. I wouldn't actually walk out of my fucking. I think the first film I actually really remember walking I feel out of bad for both of y'all. It's, Both of y'all watched well, it in theaters. That's, that's mm-hmm. what uh, this was. What n- this was what nostalgia is. This is like watching what uh, run of the mill and cliche was before straight to video. This is stuff that just flooded theater markets back then because straight to video wasn't really a straight to video thing yet. Uh, later, when DVDs would become what they eventually became, yeah, straight to video would be like, you know, yeah, you would. This would have been one, you know, in my opinion, honestly. This solidified what Michael Myers really is. He was a, a good one-hit wonder. Uh, Halloween 1 was it. And Halloween 4 is another great standalone within that storyline of the mythos. Uh, I think that's the reason that Blumhouse is being pushed towards doing a, a sequel that only takes place after Halloween 1. That's the only way you can Smart. actually... Have, it's the only way you can have fun with this series. Because honestly, as Michael has a series, it doesn't work. And uh, I'm looking forward to finally, like Nate said, uh, Rob Zombie is going to be the the breath of fresh air with this whole fucking uh, kind of series run that we've been going through. Because like after four, it's just been a downhill battle. I wouldn't say it's a breath of fresh air. It's a breath of B.O., but I mean, it's better than what we're getting right now. Right now, we're shoveling pig shit. Yeah. Rob Zombie, we're just going to be sitting next to a stinky person. (laughs) Uh, It's going to be somebody doing something uh, different. You know, and uh, that's going to be our next episode. This is a definite void for me also, if I didn't make that clear. But, uh, yeah, we'll be hitting you up in another week or so, and we will be talking about Rob Zombie's uh, Halloween Part 1 and 2. H2O. Oh, wait, we did that one. <laughs> we already did H2O. H2. H2. H2, <laughs> yes, there we go. H2. Oh. No. H2, no. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Hit the music. <laughs> is this Aussie conditioner? That is fine hide leather. You've never felt soccer jeans. <laughs> Let me hear shit, baby. You're good. Good, good, good. Like, 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 like a fucking Pepsi commercial. Oh, God, I hate this movie. Okay, Smith's Grove is the most secure facility ever, 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 ever. (laughs) I smell fresh fennel. Here, smell this. What's that? My ass. (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Man isometrics. Afro killer. Kiss, kiss, say. Fucking fro. Michael E. Coyote. <laughs> you get discount Brad Renfro and Devin Sawa. Dangertainment. Fuck you. Seriously, we here at Deep in the Horror Texas have more sponsorship than Buster's Busted Ass Company. How many do we have, Jeff? Two. We have two? Uh, at this point, I want Michael to kill me. <laughs> Great cameras. This is a real reason Circuit City went out of business. All angles are boring. 
thank God this kid isn't sitting down at my computer. <laughs> I never thought I'd be put in a position to miss LL Cool J. <laughs> never underestimate the predictability of stupidity. Seriously, I fucking hate everything right now. Katie Sackoff gives great head. One flash and you can light up a thousand computer screens. I guess inverted nipples doesn't have the same effect on men. Ratatouille Tatar. <laughs> Kung Fu this bitch. More shinks than a Wolverine comic. <laughs> and he's got six knives. <laughs> that, that is brought by Ralph right there. That was genius. Bruce Leroy and the power of blow. And as far as kill count, I'm not going to give you one because I just don't give a fuck. I hope everybody dies. Uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, this is Jeff. This is a really pissed off guy. And this is Ralph. Keep it scary. Thank you for listening to Deep in the Horror of Texas. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. If you like what you hear, please leave a review on the iTunes or Stitcher radio app. And above all, remember to keep it scary. Everybody to the wild, wild west, a state that's a rose has its thumb. Good, you're rating right up there. Good, good.